Welcome to Houston Home Talk, featuring all things real estate in the Houston area. We'll interview real estate professionals, local business owners, and special guests from right here in the Houston community. This is where you get the inside scoop about what's new in real estate, new community openings, and business openings, and much more. The Houston Home Talk Show starts right now. All right, guys, welcome. What's up? This is James J, and welcome to Houston Home Talk. I am excited today to have my man, Mike Wall from Dayton, Ohio. What's up, Mike? How are you today? Yes, sir, baby. I'm so happy to be here, man. I'm so happy to hopefully be able to drop some value on your audience today, brother. Yeah, listen, I have been watching you now for several months as you have been doing a lot of interviews with a lot of the new people that have been moving over to eXp Realty. I want to say thank you because a lot of the content that you've been providing, I know I've used it, I've forwarded it to people, and I know that the value that you're providing is helpful to a lot of people. So you and I met in New Orleans last month. I've been watching you for several months, but as soon as we met, there were several people that came up to you and said, hey, thanks, Mike. So I know you're reaching people. Yeah, you're, you're helping people because a lot of people can't do what you're doing in the way that you do it. So thank you for that. And I wanted to ask you, so... I want to just kind of start. So you've been doing a lot of these interviews, a lot of Facebook Live interviews. Yeah. Uh, I want to get you, kind of get people introduced to you, but I want to ask you real quick, what's been the response from other people to the interviews that you've been doing with the new people that have been joining EXP? Yeah, no, it's a great question, man. And it's really been overwhelming, uh-huh. more so than I even thought. And really the whole reason, if I back up and just tell you the reason why I started doing the podcast right. is because I knew that we were building something special. But I also knew that change is big. Change is big for everybody involved. And especially for those people who are team leaders and running a business. And I wanted to give those people a platform to be able to share their unique story with the world. And in hopes that somebody out there might identify with them and be able to make an intelligent decision about where their business went. And then also providing a kind of a detailed roadmap uh, for change if they decided to move their business over to eXp. And then also kind of lastly is just to provide insight on people curious about learning more about eXp. Right. Yeah. So let's get to let the audience know a little bit about you because I know you have been in the business. You've been licensed for about 16 years or so, but you started full-time. Was it 2014 when you officially kind of started full-time? I did. I got kind of a unique story. So I've had my life since 2002. I actually got into the business just as a buyer specialist for one of the top agents here in our marketplace, a guy named Phil Herman who worked for Remax. He was a big deal, man. The guy was selling like 300 properties back like when nobody knew about teams. And so right. when I got into the business, I, I just thought, man, I don't want to try to learn all this on my own. So what I'll do is I'll take a little bit less of a commission split to go under somebody who actually has all the knowledge for what I want to do, right? And so I worked with Phil from 2002 to 2009, and we all know what happened in 2008, 2009. The market just completely crashed. And so I actually got out of real estate. I kept my license, but I went to work back in corporate America. And I did that for five years. I was working for a company that was based out of Blue Ash, which is a suburb of Cincinnati. And I was selling copiers, man. And it is a grind doing that. And I did that for five years. I knew I wouldn't do that long term. And I knew I would get into real estate. Right. So in 2013, in about October, I started calling the expires in 2013. And in 2014, May, I had 44 listings. And I went to my wife and I said, honey, it's costing me more to be at my corporate job than it is to be here 
in real estate. And she said, you know what? She said, do your thing, man. And that first year I went out and sold 57 houses. Second year in the business, sold 104 houses. Third year, sold 187 houses. And then fourth year, sold 309 houses and uh, just haven't looked back, man. And there's so much obviously that goes in between there because now, you know, I'm operating as a team. I've got some great team members. I got a great business partner now and we've opened up a whole nother world with investing and so forth. Now, let me touch on this because it seems pretty simple. One of the things that I love about you is the consistency. So I know you've been doing a lot of live coaching calls. Obviously, you've been doing this for several years, calling the expires. Yep. One of the things that I tell a lot of new agents is what you think, because everybody just assumes everybody's calling the expires. And I've heard you mention this in the video. A lot of people will stop calling after the fourth time or even the third time in a lot of of cases. Obviously, you were consistent. So what made you focus on the expires? Because as a new agent, that's one of the things that I always tell people to do. Focus on expires. You can get that information and just keep consistent. Stay consistent with it. So what made you kind of start? What, what was the, I guess, the thing that kind of got you to focus on the expires when you first started? Yeah, no, man, that's a legitimate question because if you think about it, I mean, everybody's good at something, right? And everybody can always make up the excuse that I'm not good at something. And typically it's because they either don't have the experience or they're just not willing to try. Mm-hmm. But for me, when I moved here, I went to high school and, and was raised mostly in the Dallas-Fort Worth area. And then I moved to Ohio and went to college at Ohio State, go Bucks. And I met my wife there. And my wife was from this small town, which is a northern Cincinnati, southern Dayton suburb called Springboro. And I didn't have a personal network. And so I didn't have a lot of people that I could tap into. So I just thought, well, what is the next best thing? And I knew I could grind it out on the phones because I had done that in B2B sales, selling copiers, right? Right. And so there's no science behind it, man. I just did it. You talked about consistency and that's... That's really what it was. It's just yeah. doing it. It's like repetitions in the gym, right? It's like every day you show up, you put in your reps, you work hard, and then the magic just starts to happen, man. Right. Yeah, that consistency thing is very difficult, especially for us because there's no one to tell us to do anything. Right. You know? And so everyone wants to get in the business, but then lacking the discipline to do what you did for three years and still continue to do to this day with the expires. It's something that I tell you is you have to have a schedule. And you got to work it. It's hard to do. It is hard because stuff comes up, but it's hard to stay consistent. But if you really want to make it and you're a prime example, everybody that's calling these expires, they're not doing it consistently. They just don't. I know it. In Houston, it's the same thing. We've got 30,000 agents here. We've got a lot of expires. But of that 30,000, there's only a handful of people that are actually consistent with it. And so I admire the fact that you knew that and you stuck with it. And clearly it works. Um, yeah, and I, I, want, I want your audience to understand something too, James, is that the great thing about calling the expireds is not everyone's going to say yes, right? Uh, yeah. We are fortunate enough to work in an industry where the margins, if you do get a yes, are very large. Yeah. And I always tell my team this, right? We live in a market in Southwest Ohio here where the average price point is not really high, right? Our team average sale price is $178,000 and our market average sale price is $130,000. But you can still make a six-figure income here right. if you just get one yes every week because our average, our agent's average commission check is twenty-five fifty, and if you take twenty-five fifty and divide that out over fifty weeks, you've got a nice income, right? Absolutely. Yeah. So really, we just focus. We have our team focus on that one yes per week, right? We understand when we pick up the phone 
that the odds are against us, right? Yeah. And we understand that most people are not going to answer the phone. And if they answer, most people are not going to set an appointment. But we understand also that if we do get somebody to answer and if we do get somebody to say yes, then we got a shot at a six-figure income. Absolutely. Yeah. And you know, there's a couple of books that I've got, but the Go For No is one, but Darren Hardy, I love Darren Hardy. So December is going to be here tomorrow. And I bring this up because his book talks about the format, this, this habit, 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 habit. And what he used to do when he was in real estate back in the day, he would just look for no's. Because yeah. more no's you get, you're just closer to that yes. At some point, somebody's right. going to say yes. And I'm a huge Darren. The Compound Effect, that's what that's the name of the book. Compound yeah. Effect, love that book. Usually we'll bring it up every single year around this time of year and I go through it. And, and I'll, I'll peruse through it during the year because it's a great book about the discipline of habits. In this business, it is key to everything. It's self-discipline to be able to, to continue to do that kind of. So props to you on that. Now, I wanted to ask you, so I heard in the interview that you had mentioned that you had back when you started full-time back 04, 2014, 2015, I guess a couple of years into it, you switched from the wall group over to Love Ohio Living, I LOL did. team. I did. I explain why you did that. I think I know the answer, but I wanted my audience to understand why did you do that? Why did you think that was important to get your name off, I guess, the brand and kind of brand it to Love Ohio Living, which you Yeah. Have? No, I mean, that's a great question. And there's arguments for both sides, I think. Right. But for me personally, I thought it was more sustainable to build a business that didn't have my name on it. Right. I didn't think people would sustainably work to build my business. I thought that together, if we formed something that we could all believe in and all row the same direction that didn't have my name on it. In other words, it's like a football team, right? So if you think of the Dallas Cowboys, right? Who did beat the Saints last night, which <laughs> yeah. if you think of the Dallas Cowboys, they're not called the Jerry Jones, right? They're called the right. Dallas Cowboys. Jerry Jones owns the Cowboys, but everybody has their respective position for the Dallas Cowboys. Like, and then when they come together, they make a team, right? And right. so what I wanted to do is I wanted to take the Love Ohio Living Team and I wanted to galvanize everybody around that. And what that stood for was elite level agents being able to plug their businesses in mm -hmm. to our tool systems and resources to go out and sell as many houses as they want. Not they plugged into Mike Wall and just took every all my leftovers, right? Because there's a team model that works that way. And I just don't believe it's sustainable. And the statistics show, I mean, the shelf life on those type of a team, the shelf life of the agent is much lower, right? Because yeah. what happens is they come in, in most cases, and they build them up. And then those agents, they want to go do the same thing. Whereas now we have an agent on our team, it's just, you know, it's like, Natalie Rose, right, is an agent on our team. It's Natalie Rose with the Love Ohio Living Team at a power brokered by eXp Realty, right? Mm -hmm. And that's yeah. like her name goes on the sign. We just have our LOL logo. And quite frankly, it's not that I would ever sell my business, but if you think of it like this, James, yeah, who's going to buy Mike Wall real estate without Mike Wall? Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, you're right on. And that's a key when we talk about marketing, branding, because I kind of struggled with that as well earlier in having my name, but I agree with you completely. And I think the buy-in from your team is much more when you have LOL, level how you're living. So I love that you did that. That's a key. That's a nugget for people to really look at that because, and then I can say there's arguments both ways, but I'm actually on board with you as far as the branding and not having your name attached to it right. uh, for the long term. Long term, that's a great idea. So good information there. So let me ask you, so from all the interviews that you've been doing with a lot of the EXP agents that have been boarding, it's been absolutely crazy, the gross that we've had. 
you joined back, was it February of this year is when you guys moved over? Yes, sir. Yeah, it'll be a year okay, in February. Kelly Williams, Correct. Uh, you moved over. What's been the best or I guess most surprising thing, specifically from the people that you have interviewed? Because you've done, I don't know if you got a, off the top of your head, you know how many people you've interviewed since you started the show. But oh, we're probably around 20, 25 at this point. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So what's been maybe one of the biggest surprises uh, or maybe common similarities? Because everybody's story is a little different. I yeah. probably have watched virtually every video interview that you've done. Everybody's story is just a little bit different. But what have you found maybe something that's maybe been similar from a lot of the people that you've spoken to? Yeah, I have a, something instantly pops to mind. And because it really not only has it surprised me that this is what that I've learned from them, but it is something that we never expected when we came over. And I'm learning now when I talk to people in those interviews is that it's the same thing for them, right? And what I'm learning is that the community, it's the community that we've created. So it's the people that now we're able to tap into, right? Because like Jay Kinder and Mike Reese, the NAEA group, right? They used to run this mastermind that was like a $25,000 buy-in, right? And now they're doing that mastermind for free. Yeah. Right. And how many, like we're talking about, Kinder was like the number one, number two guy for Coldwell Banker in the world at one time. Right. Yeah. And so he's one of the smartest guys in real estate. And when you're able to plug into those guys, like I could shoot him a text right now yep. and get a response from him. Right. And I, the same thing with Kyle Whistle, the same thing with Dan Beer. I mean, we're talking about like some of the biggest real estate teams and smartest real estate minds in the business. Yeah. And so for me, that was the biggest surprise, man, is the fact that now we've created this fantastic community of learning and sharing and just growth and excitement, man. And so that's an easy answer for me. So yeah, you and I, uh, we've got a lot of similar circles as far as NAEA. I've been with NAEA probably since 2011. Uh, actually, back then it was just Kendall Reese, but I've been following Jay for years mm -hmm. and he's one of the nicest guys you'll ever meet. And so, yes, I also coached with them as well. And you're right. When we had now, you've gone to Exponential Growth Summit back in the day. We have I never did go to that, believe okay. it or not. Yeah, I never okay. went to it. I coached with NAEA, but yeah. I did to Exponential Growth. Right. So the funny thing now is that with EXP, with all these big name agents moving over. And you're right, the community and the collaboration, I know we keep using these words over, but it's just, it's true. <laughs> I mean, yeah. when you're in it, you and I, are, we're here, where we both are at EXP, and so we've been able to see it. But the fact that you're right, that I can, you know, I could call Jay right now. And, you know, I've paid thousands and thousands of dollars to Jay to coach me, and now that same information, I can still get it and get access to him with literally just picking up the phone right now. Right. Uh, so that's been one of the biggest pleasant things that I've seen as well. For a lot of people that are not, or maybe looking at the opportunity right now, other than the collaboration, what else has maybe been one of the things that's kind of been a plus for you? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what I want to add to that real quick is that I don't want people to take that for granted because you know a lot of people, I think, represent EXP the wrong way. Right. And I think you're trying to get people, you're calling people that you don't know and you're trying to get them to move for revenue share mm -hmm. or you know stock. And that's not enough to get people to move. It's yeah. like you need to figure out what, if we understand at the end of the day, right, that map is more valuable than the treasure, yeah. then you understand that that knowledge that you can get through collaboration, that's where the treasure is, right? That's the map to the treasure, to be able to collaborate with those guys in a mastermind group. These guys are doing stuff at a level that we just haven't thought of or haven't gotten to in our businesses yet. So for that person out there who's 
doing $10 million or $20 million a year that wants to get to 20 million or 40 million or 100 million, right? The difference between them, where they're at right now and where they want to be is that roadmap, right? And so when you join EXP, you're able to tap into that right away, right? Through the collaboration and relationships that you'll build here. So I wanted to make sure that your audience was crystal clear on that because although revenue share is fantastic and the opportunity to be an owner through stock is fantastic, it's not the only reason you should join EXP, right? Yeah. No, No question about it. Yeah. I think the excitement around it is just because it hasn't been done this way before. Yeah. Uh, And you start looking at the opportunity down the road. But I cannot agree with you more, Mike. That component of EXP has gotten a lot of publicity. And I think as far as representing EXP, a lot of people have probably get a little turned off because everybody's talking about the revenue share. But you are right. That's not really, for me, the number one reason it is the fact that you get to collaborate. Like you and I would not be talking right now. You know? I mean, we would be talking right now if it wasn't for EXP. Right. I wouldn't wouldn't be able to call Kyle or or anybody for that matter. And it's genuine. You know, when we went to the EXP con last month, I mean, it's genuine. You know, people are just really willing to help you with whatever because it does benefit us all when uh, when we all succeed. And so where it used to be, you have frenemies, you interviewed, was it Tammy yesterday? Tammy was day before, but you're talking about Mary Simmons Maloney. Mary, yes. Don't kill me if you watch this. I love you so much. But yes, she was frenemies with Kyle Whistle, right? I mean, they worked at competing brokerages in San Diego. And she talked about that too with the collaboration now with Dan and Kyle, who were formerly her biggest competition, right? Yeah, yeah, huge. Huge, huge, huge. That's awesome. So a couple more questions for you, Mike, before I let you get on out of here. Um, the Again, you said the response from people, because I saw people coming up to you when we were at EXPCon last month, which is pretty cool as we were in the middle of talking. Let people. me add one more thing, James, before, because I know you asked me, and I'll try not to be too long-winded here, but I, I want to make sure that people understand the value of what the model at EXP has to offer, no matter where you're at in your business, because you asked also, what was another thing that I had learned, or what was another reason that we moved and what we learned through our move. And I'm hearing back from obviously a lot of these team leaders in our interviews is the fact that I had a decision to make personally when when I moved. We were opening up our own market center. We had approval through KWRI. We were opening. In fact, that market center is now opened without me, right? And some other person or group came in and took my place. But I was supposed to be an owner at that market center and EXP was put into my lap, right? And so we had a decision to make right away. And that decision was, do I move forward with my plans with Keller Williams to open this market center, right? Or do I move my team to EXP? And I'll tell you what it came down to. It came down to what was better for my team, right? Ultimately, the reason why EXP won out is because the move to Keller Williams was, it would have been a lateral move. Actually, it would have been a worse move for them because the cap was going up at the new office. It would have only been a win for me, right? So if, you know, I could have been an owner at that office and that would have been great, right? Our ego loves that, right? I'm an owner. But ultimately, if I knew I wanted to to be successful through my team, that's what I want. And ultimately to be able to provide them the best platform for success, right? I knew that I had to make the decision to move to EXP because now I can offer them things that I never could before. And that is through revenue share, and that is through stocks, right? Now they can become owners. They have a vested interest after three years and they have two exceptional wealth building tools that they never had access to before. Absolutely, yeah. 
Yeah, and that same message that I'm when, as I go around talking with agents in my market, same message. My team is definitely not structured because your team structure right now is consists of what? How's your team set up right now? So we serve two markets. So we serve Dayton, Ohio market and also right. the Cincinnati, Ohio market. Okay. We have uh, 25 agents. We also have a listing manager and a contract manager and then an office manager as well. Right. And then I have director of operations, co-slash owner and a guy named John Kowalski. Yeah, so you've got a pretty big uh, machine going up there and a lot of people being affected by your decision ultimately to make that move over to EXP, which is not something to be taken lightly by any means. Yeah, uh, I've spoken to a lot of other agents. I don't know. I've watched a lot of your interviews with people who it's a tough decision because it's not just you yeah. that you're affecting here. It's a ton of people that are affected by your decision, good or bad, you know, one way or the other. But, you know, I don't think there's really any downside to exp and you know i may be a little biased but the other revenue models that we or other revenue streams that we have available it's great but the fact that we can collaborate with people all over the, the country at this point and yeah. soon to be international 2019 2020 which is a pretty exciting what where the company is going i kind of compare what we're doing now with exp and how glenn has set this up and the fact that you and I can have a conversation, you and I can talk to Jay. So three quick questions I want to ask you. First question is, uh, what are you reading right now? I know you're always seeking knowledge, I know. So are you yep. reading anything right now that... Uh, Let me look it up for you, man. I'll tell you right now. I, I usually have a couple different books going on. Yeah. I do love to read and I do love to listen to podcasts. Yeah. I'm listening to... This is not a business book, but it's called Sleep Smart. I don't do fitness coaching, but I have a fitness coach too. And so he sends me books. I'm also listening to The Perfect Day Formula, and that's by Craig Ballantyne. Yeah. And then I'm listening to a, another book called The Swerve. And that's a good book. It's funny, man, because if you do a lot of reading or if you listen to podcasts, you always get ideas about books from other people, right? It seems like one book kind of leads to another, right? One book mentions another and then you pop that in Audible and you read that. I think one really good nugget, and you and your audience should write this down if you haven't heard it already, is listen to that recent, the most recent Max Out podcast with Ed Milet, where he talks to yep. the UOP baseball team. That is so good, man. It yep. is so powerful. I've shared that with my entire team. I listen to it probably every other morning because it just so resonates with me, especially as you transition into 2019. If you need something to get you up and light a fire under your butt, it is great, great material, man. Yeah. Now, Ed Milet, he's awesome. He yeah. is awesome. And uh, that's the beauty of a podcast is, or, or an audio book for that matter, you know, just to be able to listen to it at any point of your day, at any right. time. It really doesn't matter where you're at. Uh, nowadays, you can just pop that in and listen to it. So I have not heard that one, but I will make sure that I listen to it. And I may actually post a link so people can uh, just click and go right into it. Awesome. So, and I'm an avid reader as well. There's always something that I pick up. Um, so the knowledge that is that compound effect, you know, one compounds on top of the, the, the next thing. So another last, last two questions here. So what's your favorite quote, favorite quote, man, that's a good one. I think it's probably changed throughout time. I think my favorite quote, it is probably really cliche at this point, but it just so resonates with me as the old Zig Ziglar quote is that you'll get what you want. If you can help enough other people get what they want, that has not always been true for me. But yeah. as I've grown in my business, I've learned that my success will ultimately be a product of the success that I help others have. Yeah. No, that's awesome. Zig Ziglar fan, goodness gracious as well. So uh, one, that's one of my favorite quotes. The other one is that you're going to be a, me being a meaningful specific or wandering generality. It's huge. And especially for realtors, because most realtors are not meaningful specifics. Right. I mean, right. They're just we not. know that. 
great, great quote there. And last thing I want to ask you, so what's something that you want to do in 2019 that you've never done before, whether it be business related, you know, obviously XP is yeah. kind of an explosion in growth mode right now, but what's something that maybe you've got want to do in 2019 that you've never done before? Well, that question comes at a really opportune time for me because we're actually in the middle of opening up our own mortgage company, the P&L model. So I'm actually really excited to kind of to play around with that a little bit. I think there's a huge opportunity not only to add more money to the bottom line, but to also provide a level of service that most other real estate agents can't provide because this is going to be set up just so, especially at first, just so this person is servicing our team. That's great. Yep. Yeah. I've had a sin as a, as a loan officer. I think there's no better mortgage advisor like yourself because you are on that side and right. you can speak to you know, what your clients are really wanting and really be able to direct, you know, if it's going to be your mortgage company or whoever you're working with or partnering with on the mortgage side to really provide a really, really good value for people. Because I know you've experienced it. I've experienced it with mortgage companies that it amazes me that some of these mortgage companies exist or lenders, should I say. Yeah. Uh, where people, I've had people just completely disappear during yeah. the process. <laughs> yeah. Crazy. Which is amazing to me. So uh, but, you know, for me. It's amazing. So that's a great opportunity. And I think with your background, uh, there's no way that you would not be successful with that or anything else that you do. So thank you, sir. Uh, That'd be great. So, well, listen, again, I am a huge fan. I admire everything you've been doing. You're one of those people when you meet them, you just like them. Like literally, I met you, we shook hands. Oh my God, I just like this guy. <laughs> Likewise, my man. Likewise. So I've got to get up to it. And actually, one more thing we got to talk about real quick. The yep. most important thing. Will Ohio State be in the playoffs or not? Man, at this point, does it even matter? I mean, <laughs> it's whoever's going to play Bama and lose, right? Right, right. That's true. Yeah, that's, <laughs> no, I, love, that's I love my Buckeyes, but I'm also a realist, man. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. it's going to be quite interesting. Well, but anyway, well, I appreciate your time, Mike. Thank you so much, man. Thank you. Thank you. Keep doing what you're doing. I will continue to promote you as much as I can. If there's anything I can help you with, let me know. Yep. And appreciate your time, man. You have a great one. And we'll catch up soon. Likewise. And if anybody's interested in that free coaching that you mentioned, um, yes, they can absolutely. go to liverealestatecoaching.com and okay. sign up there. I'd be happy to take on anybody for 30 to 40 minutes and just really dive deep into any area of your business you're looking to improve. I will post a link on the podcast as well. And I'll actually put it on here so people can get that link and, and access what you're offering there. But yeah. Can't go wrong. Free strategy call with Mike. Reach out to him. He's an awesome agent. Great, great example of consistency and professionalism. I really appreciate what you're doing, Mike. So we'll catch up soon, brother. You take care. All right, man. Thanks so much, James. Appreciate okay. it. All right. Bye-bye. Good luck.